this Bushlight Clash of the Coliseum 2024 Props Pick Edition of the NASCAR Gambling Podcast here on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network is brought to you by Hall of Fame Bets, the sports betting research platform for parlays, player props, and game lines. Download the Hall of Fame Bets app or visit hofbets.com. Use code SGPN to get 50% off of your first month and start making smarter bets today. We're also brought to you by Cut. Cut is a peer-to-peer social betting platform that's U.S.-based and available in 40 states. Head to cut.com, that's K-U-T-T.com, and use promo code SGPN for a 10% deposit bonus. And we're also brought to you by the Sports Gambling Podcast Patreon. The guys just dropped their bonus behind-the-scenes episode of Sean winning $200,000 plus this week. His pick and prize is a free $250 Super Bowl square. That's sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash Patreon to join today. Driver, start your in and pull those belts up tight as the Sports Gambling Podcast Network presents the NASCAR Gambling Podcast. I'll wreck my mom to win a championship. I'll wreck your mom to win a championship. With all the news and the best bets for your NASCAR weekend. It refrains me from not beating the out of you right now because you ask me stupid questions. But since I'm on probation, I suppose that that's uh, improper to say as well. If you could talk about racing things, we could talk about racing things. Now, here are your hosts, Rod Gomez and Cody Zeeb. Oh, it may look different, but it is still the same show. It's the NASCAR Gambling Podcast here on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network. He's Cody Zeeb. I'm Rod Gomez. For those of you who don't watch on YouTube, you don't know what the hell I'm talking about. It may sound a little different for you today on the show. That's the part you're going to notice. Of course, I am on location uh, coming to you from a beautiful army base in some godforsaken place in the world. But uh, still happy to be with you here on a Friday night. Cody, cheers, buddy. Happy Friday night. Cheers. I know you don't have beer. You've got army duties, but I've I got, got my water. Beer. You got your water. It is the Bushlight Clash. So I think drinking a water in honor of Bushlight, really, it's the same difference. So uh, <laughs> I think that's a good call. The chat is lit already. I know. What the just hell? Got in, says, fellas. Uh, I don't know if he just got in from a, a night out on the town or, or what. Uh, old fashioned football in the house. Cody said, grab a beer. Hope whiskey is okay. Yes, whiskey it is. is uh, it's definitely okay. Nick Fortune oh my God, you guys, hold on. I'm sorry, but I have to butt in real quick because I had, uh, last night was, was a fantastic night for me. I, I had to hit up my old fashioned football buddy because there was a build your own old fashioned bar and I needed, I needed some input and, um, I, I got a, a, uh, old fashioned and infused it with smoke. Oh my God. I've never done that before. Cody and, and Justin, I got to send you the video. The smoke just rose off to the top. It was just fantastic. So, uh, thank you. Old fashioned. Thank you, Justin. Thank you, Cody, for helping me build that. It was fantastic. That sounds, uh, that sounds pretty interesting. Sounds cool. Yeah. I have to, I have to post the video so everybody can see it. Nick fortune in the chat. Let's fucking go. He's waiting for the car no. manufacturer props. <laughs> We've yeah, we're waiting on a few things. It, there's more plays out now than there was earlier this week, so heavily thankful for that, Rod. But 
We're yes. still missing a few things. So, uh, yeah. Uh, and Kyle Lee in the chat says, what's up? Rye wants to know if this is what it looks like behind Rod's closet doors. No. Uh, Rod opened the closet. He's sitting on the other side. Uh, he's got an army barracks room. <laughs> it's it's a weird layout, but, you know, whatever. Army guys are in, into weird things. So. It's funny to me, though, that everybody knows what my closet doors look like. I would have never. I mean, I, I didn't even consider the fact that people just know what my closet doors look like. That's that's me now in a nutshell. What, what my yeah, closet doors look like. If you're listening on the podcast, you really should try the YouTube out sometime. But oh, Rod's just general back is his uh, is his or backdrop drop back, whatever. It's uh, it's his thing. So, but yeah, man, chat's lit tonight. I can't even keep up. They're lit tonight. Love it. Appreciate it. Let's go. Rare Friday night appearance from the NASCAR gambling pod. Luckily, Rod uh, got done with his duty, as Nick Fortune says, laugh out loud, duty, duty. which is always fun. It's like, nah, he said duty. Um, but yeah, oh fuck, let's go. Yeah, I'm telling you right now, this is this is may have to become a thing because I, you guys, man, you guys are into this. I love it. I love how many people are are hanging with us on this. And uh, Friday nights, we we t we tend to try to keep Friday nights kind of open for us. But uh, yeah, I don't know. From going forward, you guys seem to like these Friday night podcasts. Maybe we'll have some some every now and then. Vinny checking in says finishing up the Netflix series tonight. I finished up last night. Oh man! If you've not seen that, uh, go watch it. It's it's really cool. It gives you kind of an insight into some of the drivers. So, pretty awesome. I was uh, like, no spoilers. I haven't gotten there yet. <laughs> well, I won't tell you who won the championship last year. Though <laughs> uh, I would hate to spoil that for you. <laughs> oh man! You know what? Could you imagine not knowing and then watching the show and then finding out? You're like, oh shit! Really? He won. Of, like, whoa! This is what happened. All right. Oh, <laughs> uh, you gotta love it. Uh, all right, so we are here again today to uh, to basically, like we said earlier in the week, we had some some odds. Uh, obviously, most of them were all uh, essentially outright odds, and we couldn't necessarily get down to the props. So hopefully, we thought that the books would kind of open up a little bit and give us some props. Well, on Friday night, they delivered. Well, I think it was last night they delivered. But um, yeah, we're, we're able to give you a few more prop picks that we like. Uh, I know we found some top five odds that we like and, and a couple more on top of what we gave you on uh, on Friday, and then of course we'll kind of double down on some uh, on some underdog picks as well to give you uh, just a little bit more to have some fun with on the clash because now they gave us some underdog picks and we'll give you some underdog picks. Hey, it's our first race week of the year. Oh, we got to yes. get in every bit of everything we can. Uh, you want to start with some news items that came out? Today? It's been a a busy day. Bob Pockers, man, blowing up my Twitter feed today. I'll tell you what. Just, let's let's do let's busy. do the news. Let's do the news. Uh, but I do want to actually go in and do this real quick so we can take as long as we want to tell All the right. news. Love uh, let's tell you about our SGPN Patreon. The guys just dropped this month's bonus episodes. You want to see behind the scenes of Sean winning $200,000? Who doesn't? Let's face it. Uh, you can get that right now on the SGP Patreon. Plus this week's pick, uh, Patreon Pick'em Prize, you get a free $250 Super Bowl Square plus access to all of the pick sheets, all of the exclusive channel uh, content on the Discord. Man, I'm telling you, this this SGP Patreon is just, it goes so much farther than you can ever imagine. It's a, it's a rabbit hole you want to dive into. Get there right now by heading over to sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash Patreon. We just told you just a second ago, we're about to give you some underdog picks for this race underdog fantasy has a way for you to play alongside your favorite fantasy players all season long nfl nba nhl college basketball college football all you got to do is pick higher or lower on your favorite players fantasy stats and cash in 
Not to mention, you can win a spicy 100x with those spicy plays. Hang tight. At the end of the episode, we're about to give you a ton of underdog plays for the clash. So watch along, make your picks, maybe make a little cash over on, maybe you're going to make some cash over on Underdog's mobile app or website, underdogfantasy.com. When you sign up with the promo code SGPN, Underdog's going to double that first deposit of up to $100. That's Underdog Fantasy promo code. Wait for it. Race SGPN. All right, Cody. Uh, I want to hear the news because, uh, yeah, obviously I'm, I've been living under a rock for the last couple of days, so the news is trickling into me. So what, what does Bob Pockers have to tell us? Yes, well announced this morning, Riley Herbst is going to drive select races for Rick Ware Racing in the number 15 Let's car. Oh, Most importantly, Rod, Daytona 500. Monster Energy, to no surprise, will be the sponsor. Uh, another guy, we are going to be placing bets on Riley Herbst in the Daytona 500. We did so last year. I don't remember. Was he top? Did he finish God, top five, top ten? I, I know like he was top, top ten, 10 for sure. I feel like yeah. he was like six maybe uh, in his first career start. Cash us a ton of tickets in Xfinity last year. He's going to cash us a ton of tickets in Xfinity this year. Going to get a chance to bet on him in the Daytona 500, which I am extremely happy about because I love betting on Riley Herbst. I love betting on Riley Herbst in the Cup Series on these super speedways because he's pretty good at it. Yeah, I mean, and and the thing about Riley Herbst is, I feel like this is this is probably the last we'll start to see of him in the lower series. We may really start to see him catch a ride up in the in the Cup Series here in the in the near future. It's too good to keep down there that long. The Wood Brothers car is calling his name, Rob. Twenty one. I I can see him in the twenty one. That'd be nice. Brings the monster. I mean, anybody. uh, There's got to be teams that want him. Bringing all that monster money with them. I mean, if they're willing to go to the Cup Series. They they love the dude, and we made fun of him a couple of years ago for it, but they've stuck with him, and it's turned out very nicely for them. Well, it wouldn't be Monster's first run in the... Uh, they had well, the yeah, whole they, naming they, rights to the entire... Yeah. Well, yeah, and they've got like four other cars in the Cup Series already, Ty Gibbs yeah. and a few other people. Uh, you know, I mean, they got the Monster Unleashed always on Reddick, and so, yeah, it'll be... They're, they're no, no stranger to the Cup Series. Um, SVG... They've announced, we knew he was going to do seven cup races for Colleague in that 16 car. Um, and they've announced which races those are. He's going to be racing at Coda. So, a little bit surprised there. I would have thought AJ hits the first road race for, for the cup series, but not, not going to be the case. At least not in the 16 car. I don't, I mean, they could field another car, I suppose. Um, but so he'll be at Coda there. He's going to do both Talladega races, kind of get his uh, sea legs a little more on the, the super speedways as he's never never run a super speedway before obviously he'll have to run the arca race to even qualify to be able to run the xfinity race uh, at daytona he's gonna run the coke 600 so kind of get the endurance race in there chicago which really kind of surprised he's gonna drive the colleague car at chicago and not a track house car so i don't know if they're planning on putting him in track house cars at all or not i haven't heard anything about that so Kind of interesting there. Also going to be doing Watkins Glen, another road course, of course. And then he's going to do Las Vegas uh, for some oval experience in uh, in October for the fall race there. So, uh, again, they're piecing and parting that 16 car together. We're kind of, you know, filling in the blanks with some of who's going to be there. So, uh, yeah, I don't know. Interesting, I suppose. If you're not in Discord, get in the Discord. There is a fantastic <laughs> series of memes in which uh, I think it was JDK, JDK posted them. Yeah. I don't know yeah. if he created. I think he probably did make some of those, but 
uh, just absolutely beautiful. Obviously, uh, we jokingly call him Jesus because <laughs> Jesus. of how much people worship him. And uh, yeah, it's it's you know uh, the old uh, Scooby Doo where Fred is you know uncaping the villain and it uh, says you know Jesus on a shirt or something and it's got I don't remember what it is but it's, it's got a cross so, he's got a yeah. cross around he's got his a neck cross and it's yeah, SVG's it face yeah that's it's, SVG's it's fantastic face, so, yeah go check it out because <laughs> it's pretty hilarious. Uh, I really do. It's so funny. I love it so much. And then he did one for, for Jimmy Johnson, and then it's SVG like popping yeah. out. I was like, that's <laughs> yeah, great. Exactly. Uh, no, I, but so listen, this really still doesn't move the needle for for me as much as you know. Again, we we talked about SVG. I almost really don't care. I'll, I will be. I will allow myself to miss out on anything good he does this season because I just can't. I can't fault it. I, I can't I mean, get behind it it's going to likely and we'll see when we get to these you know maybe he doesn't show up well at coda maybe you get to Watkins Glen although Watkins Glen's going to be to Chicago I don't know I just don't see a case where his numbers are going to be good enough that you want to take him I mean he's going to be one of the favorites at these road courses and that's not what I want he's likely going to be the favorite at Chicago and to repeat when you've got another season for these cup guys uh, we've talked about it we'll talk about it more I would be surprised if at any point in the cup series, now Xfinity, we might find some spots for him, right? And he might be a better bet there in the on the road courses. He's going to be a tough guy to bet on because of his uh, popularity and how much people go crazy over him and and think he's just some road course god. And, and Marcos Ambrose, like we saw it, these guys were good. But did Marcos Ambrose ever win? I don't think because I think did he beat Keselowski in that Watkins Glen? I don't. That was one of the greatest oh, finishes ever, I but I don't remember who won it. Yeah. <laughs> but either way, if he did, it was only that one, right? Like I don't think he won a ton. So you know, Juan Pablo Montoya's. I these guys just don't win a ton. So interesting, I you know. But uh, again, I, I don't know that he's going to be a guy. We'll be we might be fading him in some spots. You know, if we get head to heads, which for some reason we don't have yet this weekend. Um, yeah, uh, potentially then be somebody to look at, but uh, at fading. But yeah, probably not going to be betting on him, I would imagine. Yep, just like my haircut, a fade. Uh, <laughs> I will definitely, definitely be taking that one into account. Uh, all right, Cody, what what do we got next? What what other news is on the counter today? Yeah, kind of the other big one. Um, taking the clash to Mexico City or Guadalajara is on NASCAR's radar, perhaps as soon as next year, according to industry sources. That is a Bianchi bomb that dropped today mm. uh, from Jordan Bianchi at The Athletic. Rod, let me name you the times I've seen Jordan Bianchi report something and it's not been true, and I'm done. Because usually <laughs> when Jordan Bianchi has a story, Jordan Bianchi's pretty much right a majority of the time, I think. so. Um, and yeah, picks by Fitz in the... In the comments, I guess he did win that race. I'm thinking of it now more, he did win it. It was one of the greatest races. That the finish, Google that Watkins Glen, Keselowski, Ambrose, the last couple of laps, just incredible. Um, yeah, but again, uh, SVG is not going to light the world on fire. I don't think. <laughs> not but even a little. Back to to the Mexico thing. So obviously, we, we kind of assume this is going to be the final year for the Clash to call CM, right? That's that's the general consensus, and and it's likely going to be something they continue to move around and try different things in different markets. And, you know, we've gotten into the LA market, you've got the, you know, that crowd and everything. And, and, you know, it's run its course. Now you move it to Mexico, get involved in there. Obviously the NASCAR Mexico series is running with them here at the clash. They could run with them down there. Maybe we take trucks or Xfinity down there with it. I saw Dale Tanhard say something about that on an X today. That's a great idea. Like send them down there too. That would be wonderful. But 
yeah, again, uh, I like it. I, I like all this going to different places and trying different things. Um, you know, they went to Japan back with, you know, in the late nineties, I think it was Earnhardt, Earnhardt Jr. were there, Gordon, everybody. Um, I, I like going different places to try different things. And, and I think that that would be a fun addition and something different. And, and again, keep you on your toes, keep the drivers with stuff new and everything. I like it. So when you think about the NFL and, and how much they've gone overseas and any other sport that is, has taken that leap and gone to different countries to try to showcase the sport, it, it's never a bad thing for the sport. And I know that the purists are always saying, oh, hey, go everywhere. Why don't we just stay in and say And that's fine. I, I understand your reasoning for wanting to keep everything there, but why not? Yeah, like, the other 37 races are in America. So like, yeah, back. you're and, 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 and then, Tell me how many how many of those races those guys have been to that are saying, "Oh, you should never go yeah, to exactly. Germany or whatever." It's like, right. mm, but how, how many have you been to? Yeah, N- yeah. none. Yeah, oh, exactly. okay. Well, then shut up. Yes. We're gonna have people who want to watch this race watch this race. Bingo. Yeah. No, I, I think it would be great. So again, you know, he's not reporting that it's a done deal or anything, but it's very much on the NASCAR radar. Now we saw Canada was on the NASCAR radar this year. They were trying to to get to the road course up there. Things didn't work out. They're going to Iowa instead, which is fine, right? We, we all like to see that. Um, but uh, they're definitely trying to to spread out a little more internationally and pull in some of that crowd. And again, the more fans, the more people who get into the sport, the more everything is all for the better. Um, so I'm all for it. Yeah, it's never a bad thing at all. Um, all right, I, I will give you one update as well. As I look out my window, remember I am in Southern California. Yes. I'm about 30 minutes away from uh, the track itself, and unfortunately, I cannot get out there tomorrow. Uh, as much as as I I keep trying to beg Uncle Sam to allow me to go and and just miss work altogether, he's a little unforgiving in that way. But as I look out my window, there are clouds gathering. So for those of you who are a little bit worried about rain over the next couple of days. I would say continue to worry. Uh, there is a, a very real possibility that it could rain. I don't, I mean, we keep reading different stories about the protocols, about what's going to happen if it does. I know that Bob Pockers has already said it, it may likely take only a half an hour for the track to dry altogether and then we can get ready to go again. But listen, I drove over here from the north to the south and long about the grapevine area, I got pelted with whatever was coming from the sky. Uh, so if that's any indication of what we could get down here tomorrow or Sunday, yeah, uh, I don't know. I don't know what it's the outlook is going to be like. So keep an eye on the weather radar. I'll keep an eye out on the, on the window and uh, keep an eye on the discord where I can tell you, yep, it's raining in Southern California. Like the song says. <laughs> yeah. And so looking at Bob's most recent pin tweet about it, um, they'll work with the local authorities if there's public safety concerns. Apparently, LA can't handle rain. I, I don't know what the deal is there, but um, they do have the rain tires. But again, they can only race in the damp at this one. They don't have the wipers. Um, they've got the defogger. But basically, if there's any type of mist or anything, not going to be able to do it. So um, the track drying is tricky because it is a temporary racetrack. So they can't use the full air Titans they would normally use. There is drainage on the track. Uh, it's a very small track, obviously. Um, but he says likely need two hours of no rain um, to get completely dry and get the clash in. Uh, there's nothing scheduled at the Coliseum this next week. So they've got extra time. Obviously, it would push the teardown of the track 
behind, back, but seems like they could push it back if they need to. Maybe we end up with a Monday or Tuesday race if, if it comes to that. Um, and then, you know, he says how many days basically to be determined based on the forecast, the logistics. You got to think about the cost for the team staying out there extra. Um, you got to think about, uh, you know, prepping for Daytona. You know, we've got the clash, you know, or not the clash, but the duels midweek, at, not next week, but the following week and qualifying and everything kind of kind of leaning into that. Um, Picks by Fitz says, too bad they got rid of the rain tires. They didn't get rid of the rain tires. They still got the rain tires that they'll use here. Um, they just don't have the full rain package for this track specifically. I don't exactly know why, um, but they are still going to be using the rain package this I'll, year. So. I'll tell you why, Cody. I'll tell you why. It's L.A. It's never supposed <laughs> so, to yeah, be. Yeah, there's what, like 30, 35 days of measurable rain each year or something like that? Yeah. Uh, so it's not like, but we went to Auto Club last year in California and it fucking snowed. So it's like, <laughs> yeah, I did. You know, I, it's just the weather follows NASCAR around. Um, Even to yeah, Southern California where it's not supposed uh, yeah, to. Yeah, where it's not. Yeah, it's supposed to be nice in LA all the time. What is this about? But so something to keep an eye on, obviously. You know, Bob Pockers is a good source for that. We'll keep things updated in the Discord too. Um, hopefully it doesn't get pushed back. Hopefully they can get everything in. But, uh, just have to kind of see i suppose well we definitely will have to see although i will tell you cody a bet i'd love to see on cut is the measurable rain this weekend in la give me an over under on the uh, inches of rain and we can probably try to make that a cut bet this weekend as far as how much rain we're going to see in L.A. Uh, over the course of the weekend. Well, what is cut? Cut's a peer-to-peer -peer social betting platform that's U.S.-based and available in 40 states. Peer-to-peer -peer social betting is brand new, and it's a better way to bet. You can bet directly against your friends or other users on sports, politics, pop culture, and other events, just like how much rain is going to be in Southern California this weekend. As long as it's got a verifiable outcome, you can have tons of fun on social features that will give you the feel of a betting social network. Also, Cut offers the lowest VIG, and you get fully customizable odds. That means you can create your own bets, just like we just said. How much rain is LA going to get? Uh, Cut also handles the payment side of things, so you never got to chase me down for money. Let's be honest with you. You never got to chase me down for any sort of money at all. We put it all in Cut. Cut handles how much, how much everybody gets paid for the win. There's social features like group chats, betting leaderboards, head-to-head -head history, user profiles, fan groups, so much more. And what does everybody like? Rewards. Get cash back every single time you bet against your friends or other users. Cut also allows you to list almost any kind of bet, like I said before, which makes it perfect for getting action on those fun Super Bowl prop bets cut is the peer-to-peer -peer social betting platform that's u.s based and available in 40 states head to cut.com that's k-u-t-t.com use promo code sgpn for a 10 percent deposit bonus win bigger by betting smarter this nfl season with hall of fame bets the sports betting analytics platform for parlays player props and game lines research every nfl nba and soccer bet with historical stats and data Enter any parlay idea in a Hall of Fame bets revolutionary parlay optimizer tool to get hit rates broken down by leg as well as an expected probability for the entire parlay. Sort all players by hit rate for any bet to learn which players are hot and which picks have value. Stop betting in the dark. Join over 30,000 users researching with Hall of Fame bets to craft more intelligent, data-driven parlays. Download the Hall of Fame bets app or visit hofbets.com. Use code SGPN to get 50% off of your first month today. Start researching. Start winning with Hall of Fame bets. Shameless little plug here. Got an article on cut over on sportsgamblingpodcast.com. 
Uh, they're offering a ton of Super Bowl novelty props. Will Travis Kelsey propose to Taylor Swift? Of course, that's in there. Uh, will the Andy Reid punt pass and kick video be shown during the broadcast? Um, there's some commercial ones, all kinds of fun stuff. So go check that article out. Check out Cut. Uh, they got NASCAR stuff coming in the near future here. Um, so that's going to be exciting as well. Uh, just to follow up, Picks by Fitz said, I thought they did away with them in, in reference to the rain tires. They did not. Uh, NASCAR announced in January uh, they'll return to all road courses. Most ovals, one mile in length or shorter, um, not Bristol or Dover. Um, this year, the only requirement on those vehicles will be at the ovals will be the defogger. The lights, wiper blades, and rear flap will be re required on the road courses, but not mandated at the short ovals. So I don't know. They still do have the tires, but changing a little bit of the proceedings for how they're going to use them. Yeah. And honestly, I don't know that we even saw, I think we talked about this earlier. I don't think we even saw the full capacity of what could actually happen with those rain tires. I mean, listen, Yeah, I think like th that truck race at Martinsville, I feel like we did kind of, yeah. and that was really the first test, but that was really the only time they really used them. I mean, the mm -hmm. cup series, I don't recall ever using it. And again, it's tricky because they can do it, but not if it's really raining too hard. It's more for just if the track's wet to get back to racing earlier. It's such a limited group of tracks. Those are, of course, those are the weekends the rain doesn't hit. Uh, so, yeah. Yeah, and again, I mean, as F1 fans, we we know and we've seen like full-on wets. I mean, and obviously, even <laughs> they're in just, F1, they're they've the got the intermediates. <laughs> Oh, dude, they'll they'll race in whatever. They'll race in like five inches well, of standing water. NASCAR tried that at Coda a couple of years ago and about killed. Some yeah, that was not fun. <laughs> not fun. Yeah. Uh, uh, all right, Cody, is there any other pressing news to get to, or should we uh, start laying out some uh, some prop bets here? No, I think that's uh, I think that's about the the crux of it. So we can jump into the uh, into the picks here. Uh, like I mentioned. Still not the full slate of everything we're used to. Uh, you know, Caesars did a good job of at least getting a lot of different tabs up. Not all of the things we would hope, like the top manufacturers. Obviously, something we nailed big time last year. Maybe that's why they don't have it this year. They got killed on it last year. Um, but no head-to-heads. I haven't seen anything yet. Um, I don't know. It, it's, it's kind of ridiculous. But I did find uh, top fives are out. Caesars has got that. They've got Tyler Reddick boosted to plus 275. There is a book out there called DRF. Um, it appears a smaller book. I don't even know which states it's in, but they've actually got some pretty decent prices. Like They've got him at plus 300. Uh, I'll talk more about them in a bit because they've got some really good prices. So might be something to check into. I know that it can be a pain in the ass to have you know your money and, and your funds spread out across 10 different books and it's hard to keep track of stuff and everything, but I can't encourage enough shopping around because, you know, everywhere you can get a little bit on the price, you can find a better option. It really, it is worth the extra effort of spreading things around. We'll try and tell you which books, you know, to go to for the bets we're giving out to help out with the, with the case and everything. Um, but I think it is worth it uh, to have those places to shop around, especially if you can find a little bit of a boost. So if Caesars is your option, got Tyler Reddick at plus 275. If you can get that DRF book, they've got him at plus 300. Talked about Tyler Reddick. Uh, you know, he was one of the outrights I gave out the other day on the actual pick show, 20 to 1. Um, but he's just, he's been, first of all, my guy going into this season, right? Covered that so many times. Love him. Um, he's got, first of all, first things, but first of everything, 
he's racing the Jordan scheme, the one at Kansas that uh, that Kurt Busch won in. Just the most beautiful car you've ever seen. So he gets bonus points for that. Um, sixth place last year in the 2311 equipment. 2022, 51 laps he led out front before he got dumped um, and was really was just running away with that race early before I think there was a caution. And then after the caution, he got dumped, uh, you know, right on the restart, basically, and ruined his day. But he's been very good here in the couple of starts he has. Bubba, his teammate, was very good here last year. Absolutely in love with Tyler Reddick for the season. That love starts this weekend. Uh, and his top five price, again, plus 275 with the Caesars boost, plus 300 if you can get over to that DRF. Um, that's a really good price. Again, we don't have any top 10 odds, which I think uh, we probably won't see because there's only 23 cars in the main event. So they probably won't give those out this week. Um, but the top five numbers are not bad, especially if you kind of get into that midsection like like Reddick is right here. So love Tyler Reddick. Um, and yeah, picks, picks by fit picks by fits. Let me say that correctly. Uh, says he broke a transactional, which, yeah, I believe that was the actual cause, but I'm pretty sure that was a wreck involved in that. Like I'd have to go back and look again, but I know he had issues after he was dominating the race. So, uh, expect him to be good. And again, doesn't have to win. Just has to get in the top five here. Um, and you know, you make the field and there's only 23 cars. So getting in the top five is, you know, not easy, but it's a smaller group and, and less cars to pass and, and get to. So I like Tyler Reddick for the top five. Yeah, again, you know how much we love uh, our, our 2311 cars. In fact, I'll even make a stronger case for that later on as well. I mean, you made a strong case. I'm, I'm just going to piggyback off of your case to go with a pick here later on about that. But, I mean, we have been on Reddick, and I think we've been telling everybody and beating down the hatches for Reddick uh, early this season. So uh, I'm going to go with a little bit of a, I don't know, chalkier top five play because, I mean, listen, I don't think anybody's opposed to winning money. I know that it's not sexy money all the time, uh, especially with this this guy Larson uh, as a top five car at plus one thirty. I again, I know it's not sexy. I know plus one thirty in NASCAR is sort of like a oh push bosh. It's one thirty, but plus money is still plus money, and, and you probably should uh, should take it where you can get it, especially on a guy uh, like Kyle Larson. He finished fifth here in the twenty twenty three clash at the Coliseum. Uh, and then he ended up finishing in fifth in the 2022 clash at the Coliseum. I'm noticing a theme. It, it's not, you know, it's not winning the race, but in both of the clashes here at the Coliseum, Kyle Larson has finished in fifth place, which means to me, Kyle Larson is probably going to finish inside of the top five in this race as well. Uh, and if you're getting him a plus 130 for a top five, because again, listen, as we start to go through the season, right? Those top five numbers are not going to be plus money for a guy like Kyle Larson. They are going to be minus. Well, okay. They won't be too outrageous, but it, it'll probably end up being a minus proposition for a top five on a lot of these tracks for Kyle Larson. So these are the type of situations where you have to take advantage of a plus money situation for Kyle Larson. And again, he finished fifth here, both, both seasons uh, of 2022 and 2023. So I think he could do it again. And look, he may even finish in the top three. I'm not that confident. I'll still give him a top five at plus 130. Yeah, I, I think that the more and more you look at this weekend, the more and more you look at these numbers, man, Kyle Larson, plus 950. You're getting a plus 130 for a top five. Like That is such a good number for a guy like Kyle Larson. I'm going to make a further case for him on another bet here in a few. But, man, it just seems like we forget how freaking good he is almost everywhere. Like, He's, he's really, really good at these tracks. And 
He's just he's one of the best drivers in the world, and that's nobody's arguing that, right? He, he is. Um, and so when you're finding a good number, might not be a bad idea to take it because we might look back at this after he leads every single lap in this race and be like, whoa, his plus he was plus money for a top five, right? And he's the type of driver who can do that. So uh, I think he is somebody that being slept on a little, uh, you know, from the places I've listened to, I've not heard a ton of people talk about him. Um, and, you know, that's when those types of guys seem to jump up. So uh, definitely glad you highlighted him because I, I think that he is a, is a good guy to highlight for sure. Well, he's a chalky name. And, and again, because it, nobody in this industry, this is what I love about this industry. Hardly anybody. Now, granted, the, the folks that we're friends with and the folks that they, they don't mind telling people that it's okay to bet chalk to, to win money. But a lot of the folks want these spicy, super spicy takes and want to be like they just all they're in it for is to say, oh, yeah, I totally called it when for 15 weeks in a row you got it wrong. And the one time you actually did get it right, it you know, it, it's okay. Listen, <laughs> we're telling you it's okay to win money. It's okay to bet on people that are going to be the easy people to pick because sometimes, folks, the easiest answer is not the most outrageous. It is literally the one that's right in front of your face. So, uh, yeah, Kyle Larson is a top five car. It, does it take a genius to tell you that? No. Thankfully, I'm not one. So I'm telling you that Larson is a top five is a plus 130. It's a good bet. Yeah, I think it's a good call out. So next up for me, Austin Dillon. Look, Rod, we've been here twice. He's been on the podium both times. You know, last year he started in 12th place, found his way up to the front. Uh, you just, you can't sleep on the guy, right? And, oh, man, it just, uh, you've got to get in on him, I think. And and he's been so good at these, in these couple of races. And we talked about Tyler Reddick back in 2022 dominating. That was in the eight car uh, for RCR. And then last year, Kyle Busch also made it on the podium. So RCR has been strong here. They're showing up for these races. Um, so yeah, you look for his top five number and you can get it at plus 300 on DraftKings. But again, if you go over to this DRF book, this is where you get huge differences like this. They're a plus 450 for a top five for, for Austin Dillon. That alone is worth signing up for this book if it's available for you because that is such a huge difference in a price. You're, you're going from plus 300. I mean, you're adding, uh, you're going up. It's two thirds of the price that you know that DraftKings has it. So you're you're going up. Um, yeah, I, I love. I can't believe it's that much of a difference. But definitely give that book a look. You know, I don't. I've not seen much from them in the past. But if they're going to keep giving you numbers like this, they might be worth definitely taking a look at. So Austin Dillon again, he's two for two. I don't see why he can't do it again. You know, he had a really rough season last year. I was kind of looking at some more stuff in the off season. He made some comments about you know they just fell so far behind early. They had a big points penalty early in the season and then they were just trying to gain it all back in a big chunk and it kept biting him in the ass it kept biting him in the ass it snowballed and it just was a bad season we know he's a good driver you know there's been the rumors that maybe he retires sooner rather than later to help take over rcr um so yeah i love austin dillon this weekend i think he's going to show up a top five all he has to do is finish in the top five he's two for two in the top three just in the top five you can get him a plus 300 or you can get him at the plus 450 if it's available to you um i think that that's uh a really good numbers on Austin Dillon. Well, Cody, we have uh, we've adopted the car lift in this, right? Most people have their ladders. We have the car lift where we will take a driver and and uh, well, car lift him up in the odds. So I will car lift up. I have a, Austin I have Dillon. A, I have a prop for this bet in the mail, Rod. <laughs> oh, I'm hoping yeah, that it works. Go. I'm hoping it works out as nicely as as I hope it does, because that'll be a fun little uh, addition. <laughs> 
That will be okay. Awesome. So for me, I'm going to car lift up Austin Dillon to a top three at plus seven fifty, and then you can take that car lift all the way to the top. I will tell you this, and and uh, picks by Fitz said it uh, that he was surprised that uh, I I gave out uh, Austin Dillon uh, earlier because um, oh that wasn't I was way up there. Uh, here it is. Uh, <laughs> sorry, I'm on my laptop, guys. I am so sorry. Uh, picks by Fitz said I was surprised. Uh, Rob said AD in the slack. I bet it was like an hour before he mentioned it. And, and again, I mean, this is the thing I gave out Austin Dillon, uh, was it yes, no, two days ago yeah. at 35 to one to win this race. Austin Dillon is currently 30 to one to win this race. People have been hammering Austin Dillon. Yeah, I've seen so, him down 25 in some spots even. So yeah, his, his numbers so, are dropping. This is what I'm saying. Like people, people are starting to recognize that Austin Dillon's the business. Stephen Williams this is facts, folks. Winning $10 on a $20 chalk bet is worth more than losing $10 dreaming and scheming. You know why? Because you have 10 more dollars in your pocket than you did when you left. That's that's the way to go. See, those Marines, they, they got a little bit of knowledge every now and then, Rod. <laughs> <laughs> then, uh, uh, he says from an army, that army post. <laughs> comes in and, and says yeah he's down to 25 on dk so yeah that's yeah i've seen his number definitely dropping so uh yeah get in again you know this is we're riding the car lift with austin dillon this weekend you get the top five number you get the top three number you gave him out as your winner earlier on this week uh, i think you write all of it you could have a huge payday uh from austin dillon to to kick off your season would be would be a real nice way to start the season off Dylan, the car lift of the of the weekend. That's I, I that I didn't I didn't wake up and expect that to happen, but here we are. <laughs> here we are. Um, all right. Next up for me, uh, Caesars does have some some different uh, kind of boosts or, or creative little parlay type of things that they've they've built over there. Um, again, I, you know, we had some people asking in the Discord. They've been the best book for NASCAR. Well, they were the best book last year, at least. Um, and from their amount of futures. Uh, and then what at least the amount of tabs they've created for this week, not necessarily all the bets are there, but hopefully that continues to be a good place to shop. So they have uh, a top Chevy and top Ford uh, mixture over here. So you got to hit both. They've got Kyle Larson to be the top Chevrolet. You talked about him earlier, right? We talked about how he's kind of being slept on a little bit. Look, he's one of the best talents in the entire series. Um, you go over to the odds board. You know, you've got three Toyotas favored in Truex, Bell, and Hamlin. And then it's Kyle Larson next and Kyle Busch right with him. Then it's two Fords and Logano and Blaney. So you're getting all the way down to William Byron at 12 to 1 before you're hitting the next Chevy even. So Larson, you know, he's projected to be the top finishing Toyota anyways. You just need him to hold up his end of that. So I like that. You're combining it with Ryan Blaney to be the top Ford plus 1,500. This is the one that could be a little bit more of a stretch. But as we noted last year, the Fords were not great. Ryan Priest cashed that top Ford bet for us by finishing in seventh place. You know, that's you're not you don't need him to do that well to be the top finishing Ford. You look at the Ford field, you've got Joey Logano and Ryan Blaney are, are kind of co-favorites. And Logano won this race two years ago. But again, Rod, the hardest guy in the garage to predict. When's he going to show up? When's he not? And Ryan Blaney, they're both 11 to 1 to win this. Then you got to scroll down. You've got Priest at 17 to 1, and we like him, and we've got some bets on him. So maybe he hits one of the bets and this doesn't hit again. One of those places where you can bet two separate ways on things. Both of them can go your way, or at least maybe one goes your way. Um, but then after that, you, know, you got Chase Briscoe as well, who's another guy that we like. Um, and then, you know, you got Josh Berry. Just, again, not expecting a ton from him. 
and you know Noah Gregson, he's sixty to one to win. So really drops off. There's just not a ton of strong forwards up there. Um, you've got Keselowski and Busher. Please, I skipped right over them. But RFK hasn't even made this race in two seasons. So a lot of people are big on RFK. I've got some RFK thoughts later on in the show. But I think we need to pump the brakes a little bit because they've just they've improving in, a, in that they probably make the show. Yes, but are they going to be the top forwards in this race? I don't know. So. You're getting a chalky guy in Kyle Larson, and you're lumping him in with Ryan Blaney. Now, he's coming off winning the championship. That can go one of two ways, right? There is that championship hangover that we've seen from every driver for the last few years where they've started the season slow, so you've got that to worry about. But you go back to Martinsville you know, in the fall, uh, just watching that Netflix show, and, and Blaney was very good there, dominated the day for the most part, um, and he's been good on these tracks. We've talked about how good Fords have been here. Uh, I think Blaney can have a solid day. So I think Larson and Blaney together as the top Chevy, the top Ford. It's 15-1 to 1 over on Caesars. I feel like that number is good enough to try and uh, hit both of these. 15-1 to 1 is is a good one for two of the better drivers in their manufacturers. And, and yeah, you're right. Sometimes, again, go back to this whole chalky thing. It doesn't. Sometimes it doesn't matter if it's chalky. If it's going to win, it's going to win. It's going to win you money. And this isn't a plus 130. This is a 15-1. to 1. So I'd much rather take a shot on a 15-1 to 1 on two of the top drivers in their class, then, you know, again, try to try to make a case for a guy like Justin Haley to win this race outright at, you know, a hundred to one or whatever he is right now. I can't remember how, how long his odds are, but you know, again, when we try to make cases for these guys to win at these long odds versus maybe, maybe shortening them up a little bit and, and know that we're going to do it. 125 to one, by the way, for Justin Haley to win the race, uh, in case you're asking. Um, all right. My next one, I'm going to go ahead and just lump both of the uh, 45 and the 23 together. I'll take 2311 as the winning team at nine to one. I mean, you already talked about Reddick and, and how fantastic of a driver he is. His finishes in these last few races of this, uh, especially last year when, um, you know, he was, uh, in the 2311 equipment. So again, if we think Tyler Reddick can win this race outright, which we kind of have a feeling that he could it's not out of the realm of possibility um then then that's a good one at nine to one but you're also getting bubba wallace who much to some people's chagrin uh i still think is a better driver than uh we've seen on this track now the, the key to bubba wallace though is a keeping himself out of trouble and key and and b keeping his temper from going out uh crazy because Listen, we know that he is a very passionate driver, to say the least. And on a quarter-mile track where there's very little room to operate and very little opportunity for you to get your head straight and lap after lap, um, that's been the downfall of, of Bubba. But, again, he's very capable of doing it. He's, his teammate is in equipment that's capable of winning this race. Therefore, so is he. In fact, he's the one that was there beforehand, which means you know he he's had the equipment longer than Tyler Reddick. So uh, if we think Tyler Reddick is a possibility to win this race. I also think Bubba Wallace is as well. So I'm going to just kind of take them both in a lump sum and go nine to one on this one on top of some of the other uh, outrights that we have for this race. Yeah, I like getting the option of both of them. Obviously, love Tyler Reddick. I really like Bubba for this race too. We, I think we talked about him a little bit on Tuesday uh, or Wednesday, whatever. I don't remember what day it was. I think it was Wednesday. but It was a uh, day that ended day. in Y. Yes, it was one of those, one of the days earlier this week. But we did talk about Bubba there as well. I looked at this one. I strongly considered adding this one to the card. So glad you chose to. Again, strong team. Going to be solid in L.A. Michael Jordan might even be there um, hanging out, watching the race. I uh, would not be surprised by that. And, and yeah, Bubba was really good in this race last year. 
Um, I believe Austin Dillon actually moved him when he was leading the race uh, a little bit later on. So King in the chat, ready for some racing. Hashtag Team 54. We got a lot of Ty Gibbs fans that I was join the say, show. Ty always, Gibbs has got a huge always, following, doesn't he? Always appreciate that. I know Erica's always in here pumping up Ty Gibbs, always always checking in on the Twitter. So shout out to them. Uh, oh, we're gonna we're gonna make so much money on Ty Gibbs this year. I'm super excited. Stephen Williams also our uh, our resident Marine. He says I sprinkled Sunny D car and Cheerios car because his daughter said so. That's about as best of the reasons you can get. Um, I know he was asking the other day where where to find all the paint schemes so. She can go through and, and pick out the best looking ones. Those are some good looking cars. That would be uh, Josh Berry, and I believe Cheerios would be Ricky Stenhouse. Um, you might look at Josh Berry top five. I, I don't know. It could be. I don't like it. I don't. I don't love it. But it, it could be worth considering. What What is that? Uh, I've got Caesars pulled up here. Oh, he's only plus two seventy five. Oh, never mind. <laughs> I'm no longer interested in Josh Berry. <laughs> You she was a longer better, shot. I, yeah, you know better. He's so fucking hyped up this season. Like, again, it's it's the SVG thing where they get too much love and the numbers too big, and you just you can't find any value on it. You know, if he was farther down, if he was like five to one or six to one, then you could look at it because it, you know oh, he's got the short flat track history. He's done a lot of that type of racing, the late models, all that. But a plus two seventy five when you're getting guys like Tyler Reddick at that price, Austin Dillon at a higher price, like just can't pull the trigger on it so best of luck to you steven but <laughs> i can't talk myself into it <laughs> uh i love it um, oh there's there's the jdk svg is jesus i don't yep. know if you've been hanging around uh jdk but we told everybody to go check out your memes earlier <laughs> yeah go go to the discord you, it's gold it is definitely gold um <laughs> all right well that's, that's i think that's it for our, our props right that's what we got for our props so let me let me go over the props one more time for you guys before we actually get to the underdog part of this Cody gave you Tyler Reddick as a top five car at plus 275 with that Caesars boost. And if you have access to DRF, go to there. That's plus 300 for a top five for Tyler Reddick. I gave you Larson as a top five at plus 130. Again, shop around if you can find a better number for that. I, I highly encourage that you do so. Uh, Dylan is a top three, a top five car rather for Cody at plus 300 on DK plus 450 over on DRF. I gave you Dylan as a top three uh, car as we ride that car lift all the way to the top at plus 750. And listen, if you really think he's going to win this race, if you think Austin Dillon can be a favorite to win this race or your favorite to win this race, maybe not a favorite, uh, grab it now because that number is falling fast. Um, Cody gave you Larson as the top Chevy. Blaney is the top Ford combined at plus 1500. And I said that uh, 2311 could end up being that winning team at nine to one. So uh, that is that's the prop bets of this, and and that's where we'll leave it there. But we definitely have some underdog picks. Jake Paquin in the chat checking in. He says he needs more ears for all these SGP and live streams going on tonight. I, I noticed on the Discord, there's quite a few shows that are live. Well, we appreciate you being here, Jake. Uh, Jake, of course, our merch god. He's the guy uh, in charge of all our merchandise. So Ooh. shout out to him. Stay I did want to touch. Oh, I've got a good one coming up for Ooh. Jake. Jake, I got to send you what I've got, buddy. Oh, yes. Yes. Rod's been working on something uh, that we need in, into a T-shirt. Uh, and I'll be ordering the, the very first order of that for sure. I did want to just give our outrights again one more time. Gave these out on Wednesday. Kind of splitting the pick shows up just in case you didn't get a chance to listen to that. You should go back and listen to it. But just to touch on it real quick, you gave out Truex at 10 to 1. Awesome. Dylan at 35 to 1. That was over on ESPN Bet. I don't know if those are, I, know, I think both those have moved down uh, at this point, but I had given out Kyle Bush at 12 to 1 over on Superbook. 
Reddick at 20 to 1 on DraftKings, Priest 22 to 1 on DraftKings. And then Caesars has that uh, boost with Kyle Bush winning, who I was already giving out anyways, and Pacheco to go over 20 rushing attempts in the Super Bowl uh, plus 25.40. So just to, to quickly recap on those in case you didn't catch them earlier in the week. Beautiful, beautiful stuff. Uh, yeah, again, keep on, keep an eye on these too, because as this weekend continues, those things could fly all over the place. So, um, if you get it now at a good price, great. If it if it goes out of your way, I'm sorry, but if it, if it starts to go toward your way a little more and you waited, good for you. So, uh, all right, as we talked about, underdog fantasy. Uh, if you use code race SGPN, race SGPN. We're going to give you that deposit bonus. Uh, you're going to get an opportunity to, to use those plays in this clash if you do uh, choose to do that. So we're going to give you some of our favorite underdog fantasy plays uh, for this clash. Remember, all you got to do is pick better or worse uh, than the finishing. Now, granted, most of the other ones have higher or lower, but because uh, we kind of made a, a comment to the fact that in, in racing, it's kind of... Do you really want higher than or lower than? Because confusing. it's a little difficult and a little, yeah, a little confusing. Because if he finishes higher than, like, is that higher number or higher position? So thank God, better than or worse than the finishing position. And you pick much easier your favorite to, drivers. Uh, yeah, much easier to to scope that through that and, and figure that out. Again, that's code race SGPN when you sign up. Do they have their sign up program like? A hundred dollar match or a hundred percent match up to a hundred dollars. That's a lot better than you're getting on a lot of things. So, and it's mm -hmm. more than worth it. Rod, uh, I've already done my first uh, best ball draft for the 2024 season. Jesus um, Christ, they've got dude. that available over on Underdog. So, got that team in already. Um, so, yeah, that that was a beautiful start. I did also want to uh, plug real quickly our Daytona 500 contest. We've got that coming up, obviously, for the Daytona 500, but you can get entered now. Uh, it's in the pinned tweet on X, in the pinned post on Facebook. I can drop it again in the Discord if you ask me to, uh, but simple. Subscribe to the YouTube channel. You should be anyways. You can be hanging out with us on a Friday night right now, like all these wonderful people in the chat are. Um, take a screenshot of that. You click on the form, submit that screen, the photo of that screenshot that you're subscribed, put in your name, your email, so we can contact you when you win. You pick the winner of the Daytona 500. Easy as that. Ricky Stenhouse, of course, pictured on this beautiful YouTube graphic. We know anybody can win this race. It's been Stenhouse. It's been McDowell. It's been Sindrick. Been the favorites like Hamlin. We've seen the whole gamut win it, uh, and that holds true this year. So, again, super easy to enter. $100 and $100 merch gift card to use on Jigpake. Great creations over there, um, in, including the the new design that uh, Rod is going to be getting to him shortly. So I will get that up this week. You guys will have that up. I, I just, I want it to look a little bit better. Like I, I, I think it looks great now, but I want it to look, I want it to be a shirt where you're going to wear it wherever you're at because it looks it that good. To, it looks pretty good already. So uh, I don't know if you need to do I too know. much to it, but <laughs> it, well, there's, there's a little tweak that I want to make to make it like from uh, uh, a middle school iron on to an actual legit t-shirt. That's right, what I want. Right, deal. <laughs> so, uh, all right, Cody, well, let's go ahead and get to some of our uh, favorite underdog plays. Where are we going first? Yeah. Uh, so moving over here to underdog again, super simple on these. You, know, you pick a couple, you get the multiplier. You got to pick at least two, but you can pick up to five. I think it is, you know, you can do the insurance play if you want to be able to miss one of them. Um, but yeah, the underdog is great. You're not going up in a big contest like 
the DraftKings contest where you're playing against a bunch of people. Very simple. Just playing against yourself. Give me Ryan Priest. Better than 10.5. Rod, he dominated this race last year before the electrical issue. Even after the electrical issue, still able to hold on to seventh place. We saw him then go on to lead 131 laps to open up the Martinsville race. He is a guy that is just really good. Again, it's the, it's the combination of Stuart Haas is always good at these short flat tracks. Ryan Priest has a modified background. He's been in the Cup Series a long time, and he's been good at these tracks with through the different teams he's been on. Right, we've seen him, you know, over at uh, at JTG even, and he was pretty decent at some of these tracks. But very, very good in this race last year. Very high on him again this week. Of course, I gave him as one of my outrights. All he has to do for this is basically finish tenth or better. You know, better than ten point five. Uh, really simple. So love me some Ryan Priest better than 10.5 over on underdog. I mean, this probably could be set to even, I don't know, six and a half or even five and a half. And it might be very yeah. tempting I'm as well. It's not like a seven and a half since, you know, with them finishing seventh last year, I'm surprised they didn't set it there, but, uh, yeah, <laughs> don't tell them. Hopefully they're not listening. Just go <laughs> hurry up and go get it in promo code race FTPN, uh, before they change it. Lock that bad boy in before it's not there anymore. I, I you know, and you're right. Again, we talked about uh, the, the, these guys in Briscoe all week long, and I think, uh, yeah, ten and a half a top ten for Priest is, yeah, that's definitely a, a good lock right there. Um, give me Ross Chastain. His his number set right now at eleven and a half. That's his that's his projection for finishing position. I, I get it that Ross Chastain is a polarizing figure most of the time when it comes to, you know, he's either a, a balls out guy or he's a, a guy that's not going to even make the show. Right. I mean, you never know what, what you're going to get from Ross Chastain on a season to season basis. But, uh, I will say that he actually, uh, did have a top 10 finish in this race last season. Uh, and in fact, he finished eighth. He started 12th and finished eighth. Uh, he didn't make the big show in 2022, but he did make it in 2023 and he ended up finishing in eighth place. Again, this is Ross Chastain, right? I mean, the the range of opportunities for Ross Chastain is is great. It's fantastic. It's it's a wide as, as the rivers are. But for, for Ross Chastain, I think I'm going to bank on the fact that he's still maturing and after an eighth place finish last season, I think he's going to bring that to the table again this season. And it, look, he won, right? He won uh, last season in, in in some pretty good races. And I don't know. To me, I, I feel like I'm done counting out Ross Chastain because of his immaturity. I think that's about to stop this year. I think we see a more disciplined Ross Chastain, a better. And in fact, I think that makes him even a more deadly racer, if, if, honestly, if he gets a little more disciplined uh not lose the aggression but get a little more disciplined with that aggression um saying hello to my wife in the chat hello linda how are you uh, shout out unfortunately to, shout out to rod's <laughs> wife this is how she gets to see him tonight unfortunately but, yeah uh, unfortunately it is <laughs> so shout out to her um steven saying that yeah uh chastain is a super level-headed and makes uh, a lot of friends on the track yeah steve that's exactly the way that Ross Chastain think, operates. Think of just like a Marine again, but uh, <laughs> yeah, I, I Ross Chastain, man, after watching the Netflix series, you're going to get some insight into Chastain and it just, it, it makes you like the dude even more. And it makes you feel like he's just due for a big, they got, he's got the Bush light sponsorship this year. That is, that's such a huge thing for that team. You know, this is the Bush light clash. He's going to be in there. Bush car. I mean, it does line up well. Um, and again, it, you know, at only, 
11.5, like it's just so low for, for what Chastain probably should be. So yeah, I, I like it. And, and I really, I'm kind of leaning with you there. Another guy that you kind of look at it and you're like, ah, you kind of wish you had more bets in on him maybe, but uh, I think this is a solid way to get in on the underdog side of things uh, by taking his better than shout out to Erica Harper. Just mentioned her a few minutes ago when we were talking about Ty Gibbs. So yeah, we were talking Ty Gibbs. You missed us, Erica. Yeah. <laughs> appreciate you in the chat as well. I am going to go with Ty Gibbs' teammate for this next play, Christopher Bell. They've got him better than 8.5, Rod. That's where I'm going to take with Bell. Um, last season, came home in 12th place, or 13th place, rather. Um, so, you know, he would not have gotten this. But he was 8th place in the 2022 running. Um, and, man, Christopher Bell, he's one of those guys you kind of think of when you get to the short, flat tracks, right? Uh, he was pretty strong at Phoenix before the brake rotor went out in the fall championship race. Um, and, and you think of tracks like New Hampshire. He's absolutely dominated there the last couple of years. Um, and, and again, it's tough to compare this to New Hampshire because it's a quarter of the size of New Hampshire. But the short, flat aspect to that, Christopher Bell, just another guy that they continue to move forward. I don't want to spoil too much if you haven't watched the Netflix thing. But, you know, obviously, as you know, if you watched NASCAR last year, he makes it to the final four. Well, once they get to the round of eight, and you can kind of tell as they're going through it, they, they kind of you know focus on the drivers they think are going to go farther. So they start talking to Christopher Bell, and the producer says something like, you know, they wanted us to, to follow these drivers that we thought were going to make it. And Christopher says something about like, and I wasn't on that list, was I? <laughs> and, and the producer says no, and Christopher Bell goes, surprise. So you could tell his ass a little chap that everybody's kind of down on him. I think uh, he's one of those guys. He's one of those superstars, kind of just under under the radar a little bit. Um, and I think he's he's made the final four two seasons in a row. Like he's a really good driver. He's in great equipment. You know, he's he's one of those three Gibbs guys at the top of the odds board to to win this uh, this race. So uh, right, because it's hold on, let me. Do, I feel like that's yeah. He's he's moved up to second on the odds board now. At, to wow. Truex, so it's Truex, and I don't remember where he was earlier, but at least looking at Caesars, they got Truex at 750. Bell is now at 900, so I don't know if a bunch of money just came in on him or what, but that makes the 8.5. He's the second favorite in this, but you're getting him at 8.5 better than uh, over on Underdog. So love some Christopher Bell. What, are you driving the books already? Good Lord, Cody. <laughs> what? You haven't even gotten it out of your mouth yet, and you're already driving the, already the odds down. <laughs> hey, save some for everybody else, will you? <laughs> Uh, speaking of driving odds down, uh, I, I don't know. I mean, we're not that far ahead of the clash, but I, I got to think that, uh, KFB, his number right now is set at six and there's no hook here. It's just got to be finished better than six. So he's got a fifth place finish or better. He can't finish sixth and, and, uh, and hit this better than, but if anybody's going to do it, it's going to be Kyle Busch. He's going to get inside of the top five. He did it last season and this is where we finished third, right? He did it the season before that where he finished second and he had 64 laps in this race. Something about this particular track, something about this particular race, uh, and, and, and he did it in two different cars, right? He did it in the 18 and he did it in the eight. So this isn't a matter of, all oh, he was in Gibbs equipment last year. No, he was in Gibbs equipment last year. Yeah, but he was also not in Gibbs equipment the, the or two years ago, rather. Last year, he was in Gibbs equipment or not in Gibbs equipment. Holy hell. Uh, my Words point is hard. this. Okay. <laughs> it, well, it is but now at this point, uh, the day that I've had. Uh, but no, for Kyle Busch, look, he's done it in two different cars. 
on this track. And, and this race is definitely something that's suited for, for Kyle, the exhibition style of it, right? He definitely loves to come out and just throw caution to the wind in, in a lot of these races. He's, he can win in anything he sets his, his feet into. So, you know, I, he's a threat to win this race. And I think you did give him out as your winner. So, I mean, if, if he ends up winning this race, it's obviously better than a sixth place finish. So, um, yeah, I think you can jump in on him uh, on the underdog part of this as well and make him part of your, uh, part of your stack there and, and keep going and, and win. I mean, again, this is, this is not a hard bet. If this were fourth, like better than four, I may pause, but sixth, nah, smash that one. Yeah. I, I like it again. Very big on, on Kyle Bush this weekend. Two for two, again, finishing on the podium. That's well within the top six. So I like it. Uh, catching up on the chat real quick. JDK says he thinks Rots puts up with less shit this year. Actually, it's two or three races. Really, I kind of agree. You saw it in, at Phoenix. Again, going back, watching that documentary. It's kind of nice, like, touching up on the how the season ended, right? He won at Phoenix uh, in the championship race. Wasn't given Blaney. I mean, Blaney was extremely mad at him for not allowing, you know, racing him so hard when Blaney was going for the championship. Obviously, it worked out for both of them, but uh, but I I mean I do think that we're going to see more of that Ross. I think he's he's put the Mister H thing, the Chevy talk, the Justin Marks chalk behind him. He's going to show up and he's hungry to to win a championship, have a good season. Uh, Steven says Chastain is his horse for the season. Still kind of a noob at NASCAR despite all these years, um, but I think you are right. If he can day of thunder his ass, maybe he can win. Uh, and Erica says she always misses her mentions and the Ty Gibbs mention. And like JDK said, click the bell, then you're uh, then you're notified when we go live. So make sure you're doing that over on the YouTube. All right, Rod, I got one or more. Or ring the bell. Or ring the bell, whatever. Click the bell, ring the bell. bell. No, for Christopher, Christopher Bell. Oh, Christopher Bell. Maybe that's where he's going. I don't know. Yeah, Either way, yeah. do all of it. YouTube bell, Christopher Bell. Hit the hit the whole game of the bells. <laughs> uh, uh, all right, who's right. last for you, Cody? One more play for the underdog section. I'm going Brad Kozlowski. Rod, I'm going to take him to finish lower than 8.5. Um, again, RFK, you go back through both times we've been to the Clash, RFK's not even made the race, neither of their cars. Chris Buescher, who we've seen have four wins over the last two seasons now, and Brad Keselowski, they've not made the race at all. You know, later on in the season, um, we saw it, right? And, and it's like it looked like they were the lead team at Ford all of a sudden, and Penske obviously gets out at the end wins the title with Blaney, but we really have seen a lot from RFK and they've continued to improve. So do they make the race this year? Maybe they do, right? And and you can see it. Brad's a great racer and, and Busher's a great racer and maybe they do make it. Uh, but even if they do make it after not making it for two years, is he going to finish inside the top eight? That's just such a stretch for me that he's going to go, he's going to get that much better all of a sudden, you know, after two years of of not even making it to that race. Again, maybe if he makes it, he gets there, but it just it just doesn't seem like he's going to do it, and I don't have the faith. One of those things where we're two for two. You haven't showed it to me yet. I don't know how you're going to show it to me again, and, and looking back at the results, I was sc uh, scrolling through 2022 here real quick, and, and to go back to my Ryan Priest point, Ryan Priest in 2022 made the main event in an R uh, Rick Ware car when neither RFK car made the race, so that both makes my case for Priest and how good he's been. And he finished uh, 20th. I mean, you know, not great, but for for being in a Rick Ware car, that's not 
just making the races was impressive enough, especially at the beginning of 2022. You know, their program may be stepping it up a little and everything. But uh, yeah, for, for Keselowski, again, they're 0 for 4 on making the clash uh, with their two entries. So I'm going to I'm gonna fade him a little bit and, and take him uh, finishing lower than 8.5 on underdog. I mean, look, we love Kings Hawaiian. We love Brad Keselowski, but it's you're right. It is tough to come out here. And, you know, again, this is not a track where you you have a ton of history again. So, it's, it's, you know, if you're not good on it a couple of years, it's not like you can go, well, okay, we'll build a program around it. No, this is this is literally probably the last year that this is going to be there. So teams aren't necessarily trying to throw a ton of research into this race. They're just like, okay, well, listen, let's participate. Let's not wreck up a car. So we have to fix this one later. Let's just get out there and do it. I know, you know, uh, racist teams like that are not, you're not trying to build on anything. You're just trying to make it through the weekend and not tear up your equipment too much. Yeah. I mean, so yeah, it's, yeah, it's just, it's a tall task for when they've not even made it to the 23 car field uh, to get into the top eight then. So I'm off of them. Indeed. Um, Cody, my question to you is, is 20, is 2024 an even year or an odd year? Uh, let's see. Uh, I believe every single number in 2024 is actually an even number. So I'm going to go with the even year. You are correct, sir. And therefore yes. I am going to take Joey Logano to have a fantastic <laughs> season. And I think it starts with the clash. They've got Joey Logano's number set at eight and a half. I, I got to take the better than on eight and a half for Joey Logano. I understand that last year he didn't hit it, but last year Cody was a odd year. Therefore, it was not a year for Joey Logano to perform well. 2022 was an even year. Well, of course, 2022 was the first year of the clash, which means Joey Logano is pretty much uh, guaranteed to win it anyways. Right. So, uh, but 2024, even year. I think we're going to go ahead and go with Joey Logano uh, better than eight and a half. Like I said, he won this race a couple of seasons ago. He's still one of those drivers where, like you said, he's one of the hardest to predict in the entire circuit. That's fine. I'll get it. But I'll also ride that even year uh, to a better than eight and a half. Because again, I think I think at least a fifth place finish is in line for Joey Logano this year. Um, you know, it, it, he's not one of those guys where you say, well, I don't know. Maybe he could finish in the top five. It's Joey Logano every week could finish in the top five. Sometimes it doesn't happen, but he should be able to finish in the top five. So uh, I'm going to take his eight and a half better than. Hardest driver in the garage to predict. So best of luck to you, Rod. <laughs> I hope um, you're right. listen, I, I, just, I just, I don't know how to, I, I still, I don't know how to analyze Joey Logano. <laughs> <laughs> Well, does Flacco saying wish we could bet uh, the do, or Logano for the poll? Yeah. Well, why do we not have poll odds? That's another great question, Dos Flacos. Thank you for bringing that to the attention because, again, no reason we shouldn't have a full slate of everything, Rod. I'm slightly annoyed this week, but we're gonna hit it big for the for Daytona. So it's all right. Saving it. We're saving it up. Yeah, this is the only week where we probably will end up being as annoyed as we are. Because, of course, once we get into race week up for Daytona, all bets are on. Well, there's, al there's already head-to-heads out for Daytona, I mean, mm. which we're not even getting this weekend. So, again, I yes, oh, deep breath. Try deep no, breath. Anyway, it's Friday. Well. It's Friday. We're done. And we're, uh, we're just about to have a great weekend of watching race car drivers on the track. 
in NASCAR equipment, having a blast. So uh, let's go over this underdog real quick. Uh, Cody gave you Ryan Priest better than 10 and a half. I gave you Ross Chastain better than 11 and a half. Cody gave you Christopher Bell better than eight and a half. I gave you KFB better than six. And then Cody gave you Brett Keselowski lower than uh, or worse than eight and a half. And I gave you Joey Logano better than eight and a half. We super packed this episode, bro. Woo. We did. We got a lot in, but uh, it was fun. Much needed. I'm I'm glad you were able to jump on and uh, step away from your your army stuff into your your beautiful closet there. Um, we're just gonna go with that. This is whenever Rod's coming to you from location. It's inside Rod's closet. Inside uh, Rod's closet. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. Oh boy. But uh, anyways, yes. Ah, uh, it's here. Now we've got some racing. Hopefully, as long as the weather holds off. Uh, and then the next episode we'll be back. We'll be recapping bets. And then it's going to be the day to own a 500. Oh, just, I'm so pumped. Enjoy this weekend. Probably the last time we're seeing this race in the clash or at the Coliseum for now, at least. So, you know, soak it in, enjoy it. And uh, let's go make some money on it. Hopefully it doesn't soak on the track. So let's just have you guys soak it all in and we don't get soaked on the track. Uh, But yeah. Hey, thanks to everybody for sticking through. Uh, Again, I know this looks different. I know, you know, that sounds different and, and, you know, I I appreciate you guys being supportive enough to just overlook some of that and, uh, and just enjoy the content as it comes to you. Because uh, again, we do this for you guys to have so much fun. This was a relief for me. I mean, Cody knows when I came on, I was like, dude, I've had a day. I don't know if I'm going to get through this, but thanks to you guys in the chat. Thanks to Cody as always. Uh, Thanks to my wife for checking in to give me a little bit of a a second win there toward the end as well. Uh, Yeah, you've made my Friday night a hell of a night to, to have some fun with you guys talking NASCAR. So thank you all for that. Yes, thank you, Rod. We appreciate you. Oh, whatever I, I i sometimes wonder if i appreciate myself but we'll see how that goes um <laughs> all right well then just like cody said enjoy the weekend enjoy race car driving enjoy the start of the nascar season sad part is, is that we have to wait another week again afterwards but i think there's a game that can kind of keep us uh i don't know occupied in the meantime to not miss i've, I've heard uh unlike some some apparent sports gambling shows out there that we're actually going to have Super Bowl picks next week. So uh, <laughs> we might actually decide to take a, a side. Again, if you didn't listen to us on the, the main sports gambling podcast show the other day, go back and listen to Sean's rant for the first about 10 minutes in that. It was beautiful, glorious, and he makes extremely solid points like he usually does. Yeah, that was a whole a lot of fun. So, uh, all right. But again, in the meantime, enjoy it all. And Cody, as we let everybody go, on this Friday night, uh, please remind everybody where they can find you on social media. Yep. Follow me on the X at Husker underscore Z. Find all my work over there. I got a coin toss article out with all the stats. Hot article out. Got a ton of other stuff. Check it out. And uh, let's go race and let's make some money. Indeed. Sorry, that was so loud. I <laughs> I didn't mean to have music up that loud. I'm trying. I couldn't even to- hear myself talking, Rob. Gee. Yeah, I'm trying to do this on on a laptop that has zero give to it. But uh, yes. <laughs> uh, uh, follow me on X at RJ Via Gomez. Link in the bot. Everything I got going on, whether it's here, whether it's Sportsbook Review, in between media, all the millions of places, arena football podcasts that I got going on. Having a blast talking sports. That's what we do here, uh, all over the place. So again, everybody. 
racing. It's race week. Enjoy the clash. Enjoy sunny Southern California. I don't care, whatever. But <laughs> we'll be back next week with some more and leading up to Daytona 500. Until then, everyone, let's go racing and let it ride. No, no. Another piece of a broken heart.